Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Ellis. And if you've ever even thought about buying a business, or if you happen to be a business owner and think that one day you might want to exit that business and sell it, then you need to hang out with us today. We are going to give you all kinds of good information and insights on the process of buying and selling a business. Our guest today is Tiffany Swartz, and she is with Transworld Business Advisors, and she is going to give you the good on making sure that your business is ready to sell or the inside scoop on what you need to know if you want to buy a business, including franchises. Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. Tiffany Schwartz, thank you for joining us today. It's good to have you here. Thank you. So you are a a business broker with Transworld Business Advisors. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what that means and how you got into that business? Business brokers, what does that mean? We are really like a real estate agent for home, but instead of for homes, for your business. We market businesses, package them, make them look good, market on the the mass web websites, build business summaries, we kind of do all the stuff for you so you can just continue to run your business. Okay. And in, in due process, you're also helping people buy and sell different kinds of businesses. Is there a type of business that you specialize in or a size of business or anything along those lines? Some brokerage firms will have specialties. I tend to not want to do that. Especially I have a very large team. Um, David and I have two assistants, so we kind of work together as a team, the four of us. And then we also have five other agents. I do have one agent that does kind of specialize in restaurants. So definitely when we get something in that area, I tend to give that, you know, to him or definitely bring him on as a consultant for that. But overall, I have a little bit of everything from as low as $40,000 to up to over $7 million and everything in between. Without going into, obviously, you're not specializing in a particular vertical, but around Frisco, let's kind of hone in on our audience right now. Uh, are there some examples or some of the types of businesses that you're seeing, you know, going up for sale or that people are interested in here in Frisco? What's kind of the, what's the market look like here from your standpoint? The market in Frisco is extremely hot right now. And um, I have sold a few businesses in Frisco already. and I have quite a few up on the market. And also, quite a few people are looking to open up new franchises in Frisco. We also do franchise consulting. So I've been getting quite a few people that are looking to do a new franchise in Frisco because of all the growth there. It's, it's just been tremendous. Definitely people are looking for stuff with good cash flow, which, which there are ones out there. And I definitely think in Frisco especially, if you're not – if you have a good product – and you're not doing well, then you need to look at your marketing or your networking or or see what you're doing. Because at least I know, especially in Frisco, doing the chamber, the legends, so many things that are out there for businesses. Frisco is so busy, business friendly. They just want to do business with Frisco. And the business owners there push the other business owners and use the other business owners. So I really, truly believe that if you get tapped in correctly. I love selling a business in Frisco. It's one of my favorite things to do in this, even though I handle all the Colin and Denton area and can actually sell a business anywhere. I've sold them out of state. But I especially am fond of the Frisco area because it is so 
easy to really tap in and really have a successful business here if you do it correctly. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. You know, we're a part of the legends. We're a part of the chamber as well. In fact, I saw you, uh, we didn't get a chance to chat, but I saw you at the, uh, the the legends event this morning and it was just packed yeah. i couldn't believe how many people were there i so, know yeah there's Insane. a lot of good a lot of good encouragement and networking for for local business owners and mm-hmm. i know that through through your partnership with the legends and other things that you do you also have an opportunity if somebody's working with you to actually introduce them and kind of help them get a foot forward in in um and, and letting people know that they're there now, that they've opened their business and, and oh, things Oh, like definitely. That. Um, Countdown to Escape is one that I sold in, um, in Frisco. And Scott Hartman, I brought him up, introduced him in front of the legends. Um, Wingnuts in Frisco that I sold, I did that for them one month. So I said it is kind of, um, with everything that I do, it does. it is kind of a perk if you buy a business for me that is in Frisco just because I am able to do you know, do have the connections and I, and I love to help promote and, and push that along. Um, I love to see the businesses that I sell, you know, and I stay friends with almost all of my buyers that, that have bought from me. I stay friends with and kind of, um, kind of go above and beyond and kind of help with their, you know, just with ideas and marketing and, and what's worked for me. I mean, I opened this business only a year ago in May. So, you know, I like to share my experience and what's help me succeed and maybe what I've done that I wouldn't do again to help my new buyers for sure. I love doing that. Yeah. Knowing what not to do is certainly every bit as important. <laughs> yes, as knowing definitely. What to do. Definitely. And I, I love that you're, you're sticking with them. It's not just uh, purely transactional. Okay. You've got your business and now we're on to the next one. You're, you're spending some time and, and continuing to stay invested in their success. Yes. And, fine. Uh, and, Buying a, buying a business and selling a business is very, um, there's a lot more that goes into it than people think. And so you really tend to build relationships during that time. So where yeah. you can get pretty close with your with your buyers and your sellers. So on that note, there's a lot of, of I think, for, for folks that have never bought or sold a business but might be interested in doing either or, if you haven't been through the process, there is a lot of mystery around it. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of questions, a lot of things that you don't know. What are what are some of the things that going into either side of that transaction that you wish people knew that you know if there were one or two things you could say if if you just knew this you would be you you've already got a leg up or at mm-hmm. least off to a good start. What what advice would you give to people? If you are a seller, my advice: if you're looking to sell your business and the best thing to do is look a couple months out. I mean, ideally a year out, but six months out, four months out, five months out and find a broker, you know, come to me. I love it when I talk to a seller that they say, okay, I don't, I don't want to list you now, Tiffany, but I want to list in nine months. This is open up my books. This is my books right now. Tell me what I need to do to help this sell quicker in six months, nine months, whatever, when it comes time. That's really the best thing to do. But, you know, getting your books ready, getting organized, finding, do your research, even though, hey, I want everybody to use me, but I still think you interview, interview other brokers because it is so labor intensive and you're going to be talking with them and they're going to be, you know, really having to promote your business in a way that you want it done. And everybody has different personalities. I mean, even within my own team, 
You know, I have people that are way different from me that might not want someone who's a bit too perky like I am. So they might want to go to somebody else on my team. But not only with a personality, but, you know, I always say make sure your business broker has an office. Make sure that that they're not just advertising on one website. You know, we market on 165 different websites. Not many are going to do that. But at least make sure they're on five, four, more than just one. And make sure they have elite status on BizBuySell. That is the number one website. If they do not have elite status, your listing will not get seen as often as it should. Um, that is one thing that really does come into play with that. And one of the biggest things is make sure that they co-broke. Um, the business brokerage world is not the same as the real estate world, unfortunately. It really is a big disservice to buyers and sellers. But um, Texas business brokers are not required to work together. You know, I've had other business brokers turn away my buyers that want to be represented by me because they wouldn't co-broke a deal. So do your research. There's so many so many business brokers out there that are working on the trunk of their car that don't know what they're doing that might offer you that lower commission, but there's there you can get yourself into a lot of trouble doing that. So I want to I want to dive just a little bit deeper on the co-broke thing because I want that to be super clear to everybody that's mm-hmm. listening to this. So in the real estate world, in, in residential real estate in particular, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a broker has to work with other brokers, right? You're either a buyer's agent or a seller's agent within any transaction. And I think there might be, I'm not an expert. I think there are some exceptions in there somewhere, but it's you just don't really see it very often. Um, yeah. But in the what you're saying is that in the the business broker world, that is not required. So somebody does not have to represent just one side of the equation, and they don't have to work with another broker that's bringing a transaction to them. Correct. Correct. Now that's not all business brokerage. It's just in Texas. Now there are about nine states: Florida's one, California's one, Oregon's one, where it is regulated, like it is with real estate. But Texas, it is not. So you can literally list a business, tell that seller, I'm going to sell your business, and yet turn away buyers that are wanting to be represented by another broker. So you're kind of called transactional brokers for the most part here in Texas, meaning that you can most of the time, majority of the time, you represent both the buyer and the seller, where you're kind of just that, you know, making sure everything goes smoothly. And it can just make it a little bit more difficult. You know, I have a lot of buyers that come to me and they want me to help them, you know, find a business. And and I do. I end up doing a lot of it and sometimes I end up not making any money for it because most of the time if I find, help them find a business and the broker won't co-broke. So it's just something to be careful about because I've also had businesses come to me that were sitting on the market for over a year and didn't sell and came to me and sold in four months. And, you know, it very well could be that you were having other brokers call that had buyers for it, but your broker refused to work with them. I mean, I've been turned away by brokers. You know, I'm like, no, I don't think you understand. I have a buyer. He has cash. He wants his business. And they're like, nope, sorry. I'll find my own buyer. I don't co-broke. And it's, it's just sad. I mean, I always think that, you know, you should want to get deals done. Good word of mouth is better than, you know, you sell someone's business quick, you have a happy buyer, a happy seller, good word of mouth. And it's done quicker and it's good to go. I, I don't understand the mentality of, of, you know, I'd rather have 50% of something than 100% of nothing and happy, happy <laughs> clients. You know, I, I don't understand it. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that's that is really good information. You know, our audience is not only people that live in and around Frisco, but uh, we find we're connecting a lot with people that are moving here. Mm-hmm. And so if you're coming from a state where it's regulated and you don't realize it's not, and you don't realize Texas, it. it would be very easy to get. get very, very, yeah. yeah. Very difficult to do that. And, you know, one thing that with buyers and especially, and you are seeing this a lot, and especially in Frisco, we had so many big corporations moving in. You know, I own a franchise, so I'm very pro-franchise. I am. But I did my research. I see so many, I guess what, I don't want to say hurts me, but what bothers me the most when dealing with buyers and people that want to buy a business or looking to buy a business is I unfortunately have so many people that come to me that are a year in and got in way over their head in a franchise. They didn't understand all the startup costs or the, what capital they were going to need because they just go straight to the franchise. Some franchises are great, but not all. They go straight to the franchise. Well, that one franchise, of course, they want you to buy that franchise because that's what they want you to do. You know, you need to use a franchise consultant. Not every, so many people, especially, you know, I see so many corporate people that are coming out of the corporate world and they want to buy a business. They want to buy a business and and retire or half retire or start to retire. And it can be done. I mean, many people do it. It's just, just because it's a franchise doesn't mean it's safe. Doesn't mean it's a guarantee. Especially, I mean, you could franchise anything out there. You'd be surprised what all people can (laughs) franchise and what they've franchised. So use a franchise consultant, really one that's, you know, we're paid by, I can offer over 400 franchises that I'm going to make money on. So it's not like I'm going to push this one franchise because that's the only one that's going to, you know, pay me, you know? So I truly will sit down with people and really look at everything, the marketing, their personality, because if you buy a business and you're not going to love it, you're not going to be happy. (laughs) You know, when you buy a business, it is a hundred percent your business. I mean, it's your life for a while. Um, so I, I love to help people to get into something that's actually going to be successful for them because there's nothing worse than, you know, I have all these people that, you know, went straight in, bought a court, bought a franchise, not knowing what they were doing. And now a year later, they're not making money and they want to sell and they expect that they're going to get all that money back and it's just not going to happen. It just doesn't work out that way. So I, you know, talk to somebody before you do it. Always. I mean, we're free. David and I, you come to us, you can sit down, meet with us. It's not going to cost you anything. Run your ideas by us. Let us know what you're doing or thinking about doing. You might as well. So, and maybe people don't realize that there are people out there that can do that, but there are. So use yeah. them, please. <laughs> yeah. I think there's two really important points uh, in, in there. One is, and I know because I've seen this happen with a few people where they get excited about a particular type of business or franchise because they've heard, oh, it's it's high cash flow and other things that they're kind of queuing in on that are important to them. But when that mm-hmm. business, the actual running of that business isn't a good fit for their personality, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the great metrics in the world aren't going to matter for very long. Yeah. No, so. it's it's really not. And and some franchises are amazing. They have so much support and really help with things where it makes it worth that royalty. It, it, you know, some, you're just buying a name. You're going to do better off starting on your own. And just every franchise is different. And you've really got to know what really it's going to take to go in and 
And some people think, oh, well, the franchise, well, I can get into something I know absolutely nothing about because the franchise will help me. And that's not you. They're, I don't know. <laughs> people sometimes, I think, just get over their heads, not really knowing and fully understanding and, you know, use somebody that can help and consult with that. And it doesn't cost them anything to even to work with you to buy a franchise. Is that correct? No, no. To buy a franchise, no. For our franchise consulting, we are paid by the franchise. So that's one thing, too. When you are looking for a franchise consulting consultant, we are part of the International Franchise Professional Group, meaning that we don't just repre- represent four or five or six or ten. You know, we literally represent over 400 franchises meaning we are really not going to have any sort of prejudice there. I'm not going to just try to push you one of these five because that's the only way I make my money. We're really, truly going to try to get you into something that's going to work out the best for you because we are tied into so many connections where I'm going to, we're going to, you know, get paid either way. So you're not going to have that where I'm going to try to push you something that that you're not going to like or not going to, enjoy or be successful at because I just want that commission. So that's also one thing to really just do your research because it is, especially now with all the growth we've had here, it's amazing for people, but it also, it brings out a lot of people looking to make a quick buck. And so yeah, it does. It definitely brings out the sharks. There's no question yeah, about it. It definitely does. And, um, and I've seen a lot of people get hurt by it. Yeah. And it's a shame because there is, there is, genuinely so much opportunity in Frisco right now. Oh my God. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those rare environments really where even businesses that in another location might be a little bit more competitive with each other can still play together pretty nicely just because there's so much to go around that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it doesn't make sense to me when I see people coming out for the quick buck because uh, being a little bit smart and a little bit patient, you're going to make more than a quick buck in the long run. Exactly. If you get into the business for you. Mm -hmm. Let's back up for a second though. Tell me, how did you get into doing this business? What made you want to become a business broker? Oh gosh. Well, I had done kind of working for Morgan Stanley for over 10 years in Oregon. I had owned businesses before in the past. Um, loved it. I moved from Oregon to Texas back in late 2015. Didn't really know what I was going to do. I didn't really want to go back to Morgan Stanley. And a guy that was wanting me to kind of help him sell insurance agents, agencies um, hired me to, to market and get these, find these insurance agents that want to sell and then hand it off to a Transworld in Arkansas. And I had never done anything like that before. I was kind of in line a little bit with what I did, but but definitely a different different avenue, kind of the same wheelhouse but different. And I loved it. And that that's kind of how it introduced me to Transworld and with the marketing and the networking and really seeing what I was really good at. And so I decided I'm like, okay, well then, okay, I'm, I'm really doing good at this, and I'm getting all these businesses, but I'm handing it over to the guy at Transworld where he's making these big money and I'm getting this little bitty kickback. So, you know, kind of, you know, light bulb went off thinking, okay, I think I'm in the wrong side of this. So I started out, I bought two territories of the franchise to have all of Collin County. And then in January, I bought two more territories to have all of Denton County. So um, those are technically my protected territories for marketing, 
but I can, I've, I've helped buyers in California. I had a business in North Carolina. You know, I can do business anywhere as long as they come to me. So good to know. So I would, I would encourage anybody out there listening, whether you're in Frisco now, you're moving to Frisco. If you're thinking about buying a business, whether it's a franchise or something else, definitely reach out to Tiffany. Just have the conversation. Um, you know, we've spoken with a, a few of the businesses now that that you have helped to broker the 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 purchase or the sale of. Mm-hmm. Everybody's had great things to say. They all love working with you. You know, it's always been a very positive experience. You know, I think it says worlds about how you and and David and your team are really handling uh, handling your customers. So. Yeah, I've been on being here for a long time. So if I'm selling businesses in Frisco, <laughs> I want I'm I'm going to be here for a long time. So got to do it right, do it right the first time. So if people want to learn more, maybe they're not quite even ready to pick up the phone, but they want to learn a little bit more, understand uh, more about you, about the process, what have you, where should they go? How can they find out more about you? I have a LinkedIn page, so Tiffany Swartz on LinkedIn. We also have a Facebook page, Transworld Business Advisors of North TFW. We also have a website, um, www.tworld.com forward slash North DFW. Um, that's kind of the best ways to kind of get more more information on the company, on myself. Um, you know, David Cheek also has a LinkedIn page. You can, um, I think both of our links are on our Facebook page as well. But um, really, just if you if you Google my name, you're gonna probably find a lot that you can read on. So well, we're definitely <laughs> going to biz by sell or whatever. We are definitely going to link all of this stuff up. We'll take copious notes from the show and make sure that people can find you very easily. Um, but you know, again, if you're thinking about buying or selling a business, give Tiffany a call, just have the conversation. Yeah, definitely. You don't know what you don't know. So let her kind of help you sort that out a little bit, maybe even figure out what types of businesses might be a good fit for you and your personality. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you know it, you'll be off and running, and you'll be off and running on the right foot. Exactly. Plus, you get, like, free help with marketing. I love marketing, so I love (laughs) to give free advice on what you should do. There you go. Well, I appreciate that. And you probably get a a good perspective on that because you work with so many different businesses, not only from your own personal marketing, but you get to see what's working well for them uh, as well. Exactly. I, I get to see every different type of business and and what they've done and what's worked and what hasn't worked. And um, it's it's very fun. You, I'm learning something new every day, constantly. So Good. Well, con- continued success to you guys. Keep up the good work. Thank and you. To, and thank you so much for joining us today. And for all of you that are out there listening, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you can uh, find the show notes on lifestylefrisco.com, and we'll talk to you next week on the Frisco Podcast. <laughs>